Looks like Miss Calendar was trying to replicate the original curse, to restore Angel's soul again. She said it couldn't be done. Well, she tried anyway. And it looks like it might have worked. So he killed her before she could tell anyone about it. What a prince, huh? This is good, right? I mean, we can curse him again. Um, well, this um, certainly points the way, but the ritual itself requires a greater knowledge of the black arts than I, I, I can claim. Well, I've been going through her files and, and researching the black arts for fun. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our reaction, giving our review. We're your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season two, episode 21, which is titled Becoming Part One. Written and directed by Joss Whedon, original air date May 12th, 1998 to an audience of 5.3 million people. And this episode had a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, a lot of things that we like had questions about and we've been wanting to see. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also a lot of stuff that we're definitely going to nitpick the hell out of. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to start off by saying I really enjoyed this episode. But yeah, it's no, definitely it's some one. silly stuff in it that we're going to talk about. And it it might sound like we don't like it because of what we're no, saying. Yeah. But no, we enjoy it. But understand what the show is. Just understand what Buffy is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Preemptive. We do enjoy the show, but uh, there's some wacky stuff going on here. <laughs> yeah. And even, uh, even Spike kind of calls out some of the wackiness of all of this. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I love when Spike does that. Yeah. Even Angel called out some of the <laughs> wackiness yeah. going on in this, which we'll get to later for sure. Yeah, but this is a fun. This is a fun episode with the with the dramatic cliffhanger twist. Yeah. Well, let us get into the episode, huh, Vance? Yes, do it. All right. So we start the episode with a little recap of like who Angel is and how it became. Angelus and all this stuff and it starts out with a flashback a way 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 back flashback to a young whippersnapper angel in Ireland we're getting some history of who Angel is and what he was before he was a vampire yeah and he wasn't a good guy when he was before he was a vampire <laughs> no he was like a frat boy no I mean he was like uh I mean, this is 1753 in Galway. He's got mm. the Irish accent going, which at first was like, oh, my God, that sounds funny. And then I was like, I think he's done a decent job with it, all things considered. Um, sure, sure. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know. I, I I have no frame of reference. I've never been to Ireland. Only know I think it Irish sounded people. pretty. I think it sounded pretty rough. It sounded pretty <laughs> rough, and I thought it got there towards the end when he had to when he was trying to talk his friend into stealing money. Mm -hmm, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, this is cartoony. But when he was having his scene with his sire, Darla, Julie yeah. Ben's returning. Yeah. Um, 
he sounded more it, it sounded more believable when he got into like a softer talking tone for me at least i don't know if now, we have any you, irish listeners please chime in now what did you think of his get up <laughs> <laughs> seinfeld puffy shirt <laughs> I wrote down that he looked exactly like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looked exactly like Gaston, dude. His hair, he had the same kind of like puffy shirt. Well, Gaston has like a red shirt in the yeah. cartoon or whatever. But like he looked just like Gaston so much so that I was like, they should just cast David Boreanaz in that live action version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, we see Ga- – uh, I was about to call him Gaston. We see Angel – uh, coming out of a bar, he's wasted and he's trying to have a harebrained scheme with his buddy about how to get money and steal it and all this stuff. And then his buddy leaves him and he gets lured away by this blonde hottie, which is uh, Julie Benz, I forget, Darla. Yeah. Not a very that era name, I don't think. I don't think I guess she they changed her, her name. name was Darla then. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't go. I mean, I guess his name was Angel. Then I don't know if they say it, but um, but yeah, I don't. I also think it's uh, not likely a woman of her stature would just be in a dark alley by herself true. at that time period. But uh, very true, you know. But she lures him in, and he's like, "Oh, hell, look at his hot mama. I'm gonna go over and talk to her." And he starts trying to flirt with her, and she's like, "No, no, I don't know if you can handle all this." And he's like, "Oh, you bet I can handle all this." As long as it's and, not a nine to five steady job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's such a vagabond. I love it. Yeah. He's like, anything but uh, honest work yeah. I can handle. So she lures him in. She's like, all right, well, let me uh, show you what I'm all about. Turns vampire face, bites his neck, then takes some of the blood from him. Was it from him? I think she, Where did she get her, this blood from. I thought from? she cut her chest. Okay. And he's sucking she just, from her chest. Can vampires suck other vampires' blood? Yeah, that's probably how they turn it. That's how they turn people. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's the that's the whole point. Well, and and I, she, was, I wrote down. Well, this is how you turn into a vampire. It's not a. I mean, it's, it's not a bad way to turn it's into a vampire. Not bad. He gets a forced <laughs> motorboat onto. <laughs> yeah, she just <laughs> she just shoves him into that heaving bosom of hers. Yeah, she has the, one of those like corsets yeah. on that pushes the boobs up to the neck, yeah. and she just grabs Angel's Gaston ponytail and yeah. pulls him in, and he is like, "Okay, I'm down for this." I'm glad they didn't show later how Angel turned Drusilla into a vampire. If this is how, oh my god, this is how this works. Yeah, I'm sure he just like cuts his wrist and you suck on it or something. I think I've seen yeah. that in something before, um, but yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's, and that's how Angel got turned. Uh, <laughs> that's how Angel met his mother. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut back to present day Angel, and he's watching Buffy just beat up a bunch of vampires. And Buffy's like, "Yeah, I got a message for Angel. You better tell Angel this." But then she ends up killing all the vampires, and she's like, "Oh well, I guess I'll tell him it myself." Yeah. And he's like watching from the shadows, <laughs> and then she helps up Xander. Who's like behind the gravestone? She's like, you don't have to come out and keep uh, doing. What is it? What does she call it? Her round, her watch, like her, what is it? her patrol, her or patrol. Whatever. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, dude, yeah. stop coming out on a patrol. Like it's just yeah. not. It's just messing her up. Um, yeah, 
yeah, those those guys definitely slow her down mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so then we get Giles visiting visiting some kind of like uh, relics guy, archaeologist, yeah. museum dude, and uh, there's a gigantic Egyptian block tomb. I love thing. that Giles is the resident expert on ancient things. Like, there's a museum that we know. Yeah. In this town that has mummies and stuff in it. Yeah. But somehow Giles, Giles the high school, school librarian. librarian. It's the resident expert on ancient. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I I kind of wish that there was like some kind of thing where this museum archaeologist dude was like had a history with Giles. Like, oh Giles, you're you're a guy that knows stuff. I had to call up somebody and you're the one that I would know. But he just shows up and you're, they're like, hey Giles. Uh and Giles is like, oh I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Uh let me translate this text. Like the librarian from Sunnydale High School is who they call to do this. <laughs> He's in charge of like, hey, don't open that until I take a look at it and translate. And I'm like Wow, he has a lot of power in this situation. Yeah, yeah the, the the guy at the museum is like, well, we should open it. We need to see what's inside. And then Joe's like, no, 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 you shouldn't do it. And he's like, well, you don't want to be surprised. Yeah, also, the guy, you don't just start opening stuff. <laughs> like, there's a no. whole process. He's like, I didn't even, love- he's like, I didn't even know it was, it was a tomb or anything. I thought it was solid. It's like, yeah, huh? yeah. Well, then he also, like, Giles takes a sample of it. Yeah. Like, he starts, like, ding, 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 ding. Like, I can't wait to see. Carbon dating it. I can't wait to see if that comes back next episode. Because I was like, where is he running this test? Yeah. Is he going to run the sample that he just took back through their lab? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have that in his library. Because he asked the guy, like, did you carbon date it? And the guy's like, yep. Yeah, it was coming in a couple days. Like, what's the what's the point of him taking that? Oh, no, it, it has to pay off next episode. I do love that the museum dude's like, yeah, we carbon dated it. It's really old. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I forget where this guy is. If this is a museum, I don't know what this guy's job is, but he is not professional. No, he's very much not. I feel like that's probably what most archaeologists are like, though. They're like, no. I don't know, bust it open. What no. is it? What is it? That's sort of construction workers. Like, that's not what someone who dedicated their life to ancient artifacts. <laughs> hey, just get a hammer and crack it open. Yeah, yeah you want to? You want a sample? You want to do some of your own carbon dating? Go for it. Hey, it could be it could be diamonds. It could be jewels. It could be a nice bodice. I don't know. <laughs> I got to see what's inside of it. Um. So then we cut to a, a very weird transition here where uh, Xander is reenacting Buffy killing the vampires from the night before with, it, fish was sticks. it mozzarella fish sticks? sticks? Oh, it's fish sticks. Yeah. Are fish sticks still a thing? I think they are. <laughs> they were, did you, they were big. I mean, they were big at this time. They were big. Like, I remember eating a bunch of fish sticks yeah. when I was a kid. Because it was like the only way to get me to eat fish. I liked Vandy Camp, I think, was one of them. It was one that was like a weird triangle shape type ones that were kind of nice. But this, I, they definitely still have them. Yeah, but they're not as prominent. Like, I don't see them in TV shows as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's true, so, man. It's true. So Xander's reenacting all of the violence that happened last night and showing the gang uh what was going on 
and they're having talking about studying and it's finals week and they're all going to fail except for Willow. And Willow's like, nobody's going to fail. Not on my watch. Willow, I must say, sitting on Oz's lap. Yeah. They're coupled up. Sitting on Oz's lap. And they're all uh, commiserating about studying and Cordelia is making fun of Xander. Like, you're going to be do nothing with your life. And then Xander's like, I'm going to f- teach the language of love. And he starts, like, tickling Cordelia. And from behind, with a head of steam, Principal Snyder comes up. He's like, stop this. Stop this. Stop <laughs> this, PDA. Enough. <laughs> he had and then no he looks problem at- with Buffy being assaulted in her car. In the yeah, car. But like, this is like, no. These yeah. are, you're not a part of the swim team. You do not get to have <laughs> He sees this. He's yelling at Xander. He's like, enough. Enough of this. Tickle fighting. And then he looks over at Willow and Oz. And Willow's sitting on Oz's lap. And he's like, oh, I wasn't aware that there was a chair shortage. And then Willow's like, is there a chair short? Oh, oh, oh. And then she gets off of Oz's lap and sits in a chair. And he just leers at all of them. He's like, I hate PDA. And then he's like, none of this PDA should be going on in in a classroom. And Buffy's like, oh, yeah, this classroom that teaches lunch. And he just points at her and he's like, any excuse to get rid of you, girl, I will do it. Just give me a single excuse. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that Buffy called him out or saying that that was a classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to call it out. And then Buff, there was a couple of moments here where I was like, I need to call this out. And then it happens yeah. in the show. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah. kudos. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, Snyder goes away and they're like, oh, what a, what a weird dork a-hole. But she calls him a impotent Nazi. Uh, Cordelia yeah. calls him an impotent Nazi. And I was yeah. like, all right. Fair. And then we get another scene of angel history. This time, Angel, uh, who is now a vampire, he is in London in 1860. And we see a young Drusilla in a church, and she's looking very lost. She's not only lost direction wise, <laughs> she's lost in her soul. Yeah. She doesn't know what she's doing with her life. She must not have passed uh, that high school test that Buffy has to take. <laughs> <laughs> But she's stumbling through the church and she goes into a confession booth and she's like, Father, I need to confess some sins. And who is the in the other side of the confessional booth? But Angel. Angelus. Who just is, murdered a priest. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and he's Drusilla starts doing her confessions like, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. My last confession was two days ago. And Angel's like, that's not that long ago. How much could you have done in two days? <laughs> <laughs> this thing could have been really funny. They didn't. It absolutely. They didn't it was it, unintentionally it, funny. Unintentionally, but they could have just made it over the top comedy. But uh, Drusilla talks about how uh, she's having visions and she had a vision that there's like this gigantic crash. And she when she has a vision, she has this horrible pain in her stomach, which we've mentioned. Yeah before it's it's kind of nice to know that she had visions before being turned too yeah 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 so she's talking about how she had a vision of a crash that happened and when she woke up 
a crash happened pretty much exactly how she envisioned it. And her mom convinced her that people that have visions are evil because only God should know the future. And Angel takes this opportunity to be like, nah, fuck that, dude. Like, that's that's bullshit. <laughs> uh, actually, he says, no, you are evil. Well, no, no. He's like, well, he's like, it's God's plan to make you evil. Yes. But he does tell her that she's evil and she has no hope of not being evil. So she should yeah. embrace it. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, you know not what? cool. No, absolutely not, but it's hilarious that, like, if you actually thought that that was a priest and then the priest said that, yeah. that would be so crazy, especially back then. It's no way she has to think, she has to be like, this is not a priest. For him to say, <laughs> oh, yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> you got yeah. no hope. Yeah. I mean, you might, you're evil. You might as well be fucking evil. Yeah. Whatever. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she's like, no, father, that, no, there has to be some kind of contrition. And Angel's like, okay, uh, I guess you could do like 10 Our Fathers or something. I don't know. (laughs) And she goes away and he's just sitting there like, they have like this moment where he's like, remember, God is always watching you. Yeah, he became an obsessive stalker. And I don't feel like that moment was enough for him to become obsessive stalkery over her. It was weird. I agree. Yeah. Like of all the stuff that we've heard about his past with her, this isn't the one I cared about seeing. Yeah. I guess their first meeting, like it wasn't wasn't much, but then we hear about all this insane shit that that they did. I just wanted her her to be like, I want to maybe him overhear her talking about a vision and it comes true. And he's like, oh, I'm going to stick with her because it's interesting. But then he doesn't even seem interested when she first mentions the visions. He's like, ah, whatever, you're evil. Uh, just get yeah. out of here and I'm going to fuck yeah. with you. But then at the end, he's just like, I'm going to stalk you for the rest of your life. And I'm like, whoa, when did that happen? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Angel has those turn uh, turns of heart really yeah. quickly. Yeah, and this is in London in 1860. Yeah. So then we go to Drusilla and Spike and Angel. Uh, and Drusilla is talking about how she has a vision currently. And the vision is a terrible vision of a tomb. And it's calling out to her. And Angel's like, oh my god. You're having a vision of a tomb. What could this possibly mean? Is there a tomb in Sunnydale? And then Spike, who's reading a newspaper. And he goes, no, you ninny. She didn't have a vision. She saw it in the paper. <laughs> and he throws the newspaper. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of vampires getting a morning paper. Well, it's also like Drusilla has this look on her face like, ooh, you caught me. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading the papes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Angel's like, oh, this could possibly be the tomb. We need to investigate this tomb. And this scene ends so weirdly where it's like this lingering shot on mm-hmm. Angel. And Drusilla is like hovering over his shoulder. And then at the last second, she does like a yeah. Like bite towards him. It's with like those music that's playing underneath. It's time to the music, her little bite. Yeah. But it's like if the music is not there because it's not playing in the scene, what is she doing? Yeah, she's just being a weirdo, dude. <laughs> no. It's Ooh, they're I'm just having, having fun, another, man. I'm having another vision <laughs> of a tomb. I do like Spike has a little more confidence now. Yeah. He's just like, no, you dumbass he's he's calling uh, he's calling angel out on a lot of stuff now yeah 
Um, so then we get to Buffy and Willow studying and Buffy, she just straight up hates studying. She's just a big old dum-dum. Honestly, I mean, why is she studying? Can we, can we yeah. just, I've always brought it up. I know she has to go to school, but Willow just cheat for her. Yeah. Just right? cheat for her. <laughs> like, I get that Willow is like, I'm a teacher now. Yeah. Like, that's her arc currently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I teach people. She, like, reprimands Buffy. She's like, you're not going to give up on me. Yeah, don't waste my time if you're not even going to try. And yeah. Buffy's like, you are a good teacher. I still haven't <laughs> learned anything, but you sound like one. Yeah. But uh, so they're they're studying in the computer lab. Uh, no, they're. Yeah, I guess the computer lab is where that class is. Well, yeah. 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 Miss Calendar's yeah, yeah. computer classroom or whatever. And. Buffy drops her pencil and it rolls off her book and into the between the desks where the floppy disk from several episodes ago. The magic crevasse. Yes. And Buffy goes and the music it's stirring. There's violins like, oh, shit, we're going to find it. And then Buffy bends down, just picks up the pencil. And then like, (laughs) and I was like, oh, my God. I hope that this keeps happening. <laughs> I know. I was loving that. I was like, I hope they don't find it at all this whole episode. Yeah. I hope that's just some weird tease. But Unfortunately no. for us, <laughs> immediately Buffy yeah. is like, I just had a deja vu of this pencil falling exactly that same way and going into that exact uh, magical crevasse. And then she drops her pencil again and reenacts it. And she goes to pick it up and she's like, oh, what's this? There's a floppy disk down here. And Willow's like, oh, it's probably one of Ms. Calendar's uh, old floppy disks full of information. Let's check out what it is. And Buffy's like, don't you think that's a little weird and morbid? And Willow's like, I've been going through all our shit, dude. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read so her diary. <laughs> well, it's like, I think that's even more morbid. Um, <laughs> it's so with the like fake out of them finding it, you have to have some space between it. Yeah. You can't have it happen immediately afterwards. I would have loved it if they would have just done it like four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Going, I would have loved if Willow was like, would you stop dropping your damn pencil? <laughs> yeah, She's yeah. like, I'm sorry. And she's like, trying to teach you trigonometry. Yeah, or something that, something other than, wait, I had deja vu. I think there's something down here. Yeah. Because I would have rather had her just find it the first time when the pencil yeah. fell over. Because we, we gained nothing between that gap. Right? Yeah. It's it's like a fake out for like half a second. I agree with you. I don't know. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. It needed to have something extra, a little extra oomph. Yeah. It's something extra or the pencil rolls. We all see the pencil fall. We've been waiting for episodes and we go like, oh, they're going to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they open it up and it immediately opens up to the translation of Angel's reverse the curse, curse spell thing. Yeah. And uh, they're both looking at it like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the answer to all of our problems. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and just translate. And we absolutely understand exactly what all of this means. Like, Buffy, just major in, like, ancient stuff and just be like, uh, just work with Giles when you grow up. Like, Willow I, already has a teaching job. Because of the fake out. Of that first thing, I thought they were going to look at it and see it, the translation, be like, oh, I don't know. It's one of Miss Calendar's weird things. And then, like, keep studying. Like, I was waiting for, like, that moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they see it, they understand it exactly, and they're like, oh, well, this is the answer to all of our problems. Which I guess is okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have yet another little piece of angel history. Mm-hmm. This time he's running through the woods, the Romanian woods in 1898. And uh, he's just running through the woods, directionless. He's, he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, because this is the scene where we see the uh, the gypsies cursing him to have a soul. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to get the inklings of the soul. And then they complete the the ritual. And he falls down right by a fire. And some gypsy guy comes up to him. And he's like, get ready to feel some real big guilt, buddy. Because we just installed your soul into your hard drive again. Yeah. And you're going to have memories of all the people you killed and all the evil that you've done. And you're going to feel real bad about it. And Angel's like, what are you talking about? I don't feel, I don't feel like, oh my God, (laughs) what have I been doing for the last hundred? Oh my God. I remember everything. (laughs) Does that thing like looks at his hands? Oh, (laughs) who am I? What have I done? It is an over the top curse for someone that you know was cursed in the first place when you actually think about it yeah like like i this is the question that i had about this is so this gypsy dude they're cursing angel Mm -hmm. but angel isn't angelus angelus is the demon that overtakes angel's body yeah so they're cursing an innocent guy well, I mean, kind of innocent. I mean, he was kind of a scumbag before. He was a scumbag, but, but he wasn't a murderer. <laughs> yeah. He was a murderer. So they're, yeah. they're putting all of this guilt and all of this, like, ill will on an innocent dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of fucked up. It's in a weird way when you think about it. I'm like, I, I get why he stopped Miss Calendar from doing it. Yeah, that moment was that moment by the fire when he's cursed by the gypsies would be enough to be like, oh, I never want that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if you're <laughs> angelist, you're like, uh, fuck no, I'm not going back to that. I'm not. I will not. Re- I will not go back to having empathy and emotions again. Um, yeah. So, and it's yeah, it's a weird one. They cursed. They cursed the demon inside Angel to. Be, like he's double cursed. Like either yeah, way, I like don't, either way, Angel's screwed. Like when he becomes Angel again, does he retain? Does like he is remains, there a little part everything. of? Yeah, but the, is there a part of the demon in there? Because I feel like if the demon's still in there, the demon doesn't give a shit that he did all that. Yeah, once the curse lifts, the demon just pops right back up. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's one of those ones, if you think about it too hard, it gets a little... I'm at the point right now where I'm like, you know what? It might just be better to kill Angel. Yeah, absolutely. Like, for his sake. Not, I'm Team Xander. I gotta say, I'm I'm Team Xander, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to we'll why. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> the, the epic debate. Yeah. People that have seen but, I mean, more Xander's, of the series are like, what are you talking about? I mean, Xander's been harping on like we should just kill angel for several episodes now his reasons were more selfish before true yeah he didn't want more competition um but yeah so like thinking about the curse it really kind of is like wait a minute this is kind of 
I don't get why this is happening to this innocent dude, you know? Like, I I, I, I get that they don't really give a shit. Yeah, they, they're... Uh, yeah, the, the cur- both curses are bad. Him being cursed to be a vampire sucks. Him being cursed yeah. to now be normal, but remember being a vampire sucks. So he's just in a permanent personal hell every day of he, his life. Not only is he normal and remember all of the terrible things that he did as Angelus, but he's also still a vampire yes. that needs to kill. <laughs> yeah, is there another line in the in the reversing of the curse that makes him no longer a vampire? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we could change his, we can give him a soul, but can we make him not a vampire? Yeah, the intricacies of this are very interesting. <laughs> Have they reversed any spells where somebody was something? Uh, no, they've done possession. No, I mean, I guess the hyena. With Xander. Yeah. Yeah, the hyena with Xander. Miss Calendar had a demon in her that got transferred out. You could, that's true. You should be able to suck a vampire's demon out of them. Yeah, if that's how it works. But then I guess physically they're still a vampire. But why are they physically a vampire? Because they're, de- they're dead? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I guess that their body's dead. I mean, Xander was a hyena. He ate a ate a pig. Yeah, and the other ones ate a whole person. That's true. <laughs> so, they ate the principal. Yeah, the the nice principal. the nice principal. Yeah. Uh, instead of this impotent Nazi, <laughs> <laughs> he just does not like Buffy. Yeah. Any excuse, girl. And he's doing a really bad job of being a principal and keeping the Hellmouth under wraps, as we'll later see. Absolutely he is. Um, but anyway. Yeah. Tangent tangent debate over. We're back on, on track. Yeah. So now Buffy is telling Giles that they found the yellow floppy disk of Savior Dumb. <laughs> She's like, we got the we got the thing to reverse the curse. Like, yeah. we could do it. <laughs> she um, hands him a printout. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, interesting. And the gang is all reacting. And, and they're like, well, do you really think that we could do this? I mean, Miss Calendar was the only one that knew how to do that. And Willow's like, I've been reading her files. I could probably do it. Yeah, I've been practicing <laughs> the black arts for fun. Yeah. And Giles is like, you sure about that? Yeah. You sure that you know about this? And Willow's like, yeah, whatever. We can try it. Yeah. And yeah, they, um, they they figure out that that's why Angel killed Miss Calendar, and Giles is like, "Well, this is her last thing that she was working on. She would have wanted this because it's yeah, it becomes a debate whether or not they should yeah. try it, and it's risky for Willow." Well, this is it's risky for Willow because once you open the door to the dark arts or whatever, it could unleash a bunch of stuff, and Willow's like, "You know what? It's what Miss Calendar wanted to do, so we should do it." And then Xander stands up with his awful shirt. I really love awful shirt. His shirt, it looks like it's made out of like a grandma's couch. And the collar is absolutely enormous. Oh, it I is, forgot. This is your collar, uh your collar issue. I dude, it's so big. It's so big. It's comical. <laughs> Wait, what do you think of those Shakespeare collars? Those like ruffled runs that go around. You ever seen those like old Shakespearean yeah. ones? Oh, I mean, I feel like like I've never seen them in. I mean, like a current, yeah, che- yeah, like yeah. as a fashion trend. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 
I just think of those as like, but, oh, that's kind of goofy looking. But that was a fashion trend then, I guess. I prefer that okay. to this giant, giant Xander collar. I just wanted to know where your stand was. Um, it's so stupid looking. Like, it looks like a costume, like, error. I wish I had paid more attention to it so I could dive into it. But when he stood up, I thought he was going to say the most obvious thing ever, which is, hey, we're friends with the witch. Why don't yeah. we get her to help? Yeah. Amy the witch is like perfectly suited for this task. Yeah, she is. And they, they could absolutely. She's she's dealing in the dark arts all the time. I was like, oh, great. They're going to bring Amy into this. This is going to be really fun. And they're like, that no, would have been a very no. nice tie in. Will, Willow's just been studying black arts. Yeah, Let's like, go. You know what Xander says instead when he rockets up from his chair? <laughs> he says, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we all forget that Angel is a murderer and he killed a bunch of people? He killed Miss Calendar. Uh, I don't care if you can turn him back. We should kill him. And then they're like, whoa, Xander, that's cr- what the hell, bro? Like, <laughs> I know we've been talking about killing him for the last like six episodes, but chill. That was before we found the floppy disk of saviordom, <laughs> which might or might not work. Yeah. Well, I also love that. Uh, Willow's like it requires an orb of Fessel, and and Giles is just like, oh, I've I've got I got one of those. I just use it as like a paperweight. Like I got one of those lying around, like whatever. Like that. The point of that one episode was Miss Calendar had to go to like this shady place, and it was going to be this huge undertaking that she was going to miss school the next day, and she had to have Willow uh, sub for her. And Giles was like, oh yeah, I just got I got one of those lying around. No, I love that because it's a callback to that scene because he says, I've been selling them as paperweights. Mm. That's what there's a callback to. That guy's like, oh, yeah, I got a bunch of them. I've been selling them as paperweights. And now Josh is like, I have one. I've been using it as a paperweight. So that's the callback for that scene. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. That, Wow, what a good callback. I know. It was a great callback. (laughs) But so this is where things start to heat up. Um Xander is basically like, yeah, Angel's a killer. We should kill him. And everyone's like, whoa, why don't we uh, back up? Like, this is Angel we're talking about. And he's like, I don't care. He killed Miss Calendar. He's killed a bunch of people. And then Cordelia is like, I think Xander's right. And he's like, I wish you would just support me. And I just realized that's exactly what you're doing. So I'm going to go back to yelling at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so giles then says like but this is what miss calendar was working on this could be like seen as her last dying wish and xander says something like bro she's dead because of angel who gives a shit yeah i forget exactly what he says that like ratches it up but he mentions miss calendar and giles is like don't you mention her name and they like start to get into each other's yeah. face and i'm like keep my calendar name out your motherfucking mouth <laughs> yeah <laughs> They start having a tussle and then Buffy breaks it up. And then uh, then Willow says something like, well, what do you want to do, Buffy? Like, what should we do? And then this is where Xander, I wrote down this exact quote because okay. I was like, this is such a sting, dude. Uh, Xander writes, or Xander writes, Xander <laughs> says to Buffy, he's like, you know what? You want to forget all about Miss Calendar's murder so you can have your boyfriend back. And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. And that he should be directing that, not at Buffy. He should be directing that at Giles as well. He's like, she wants to forget about 
the woman that you love, this guy that she she's going to get her boyfriend back. What about you, Giles? You going to get your girlfriend back? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I love the TV show logic of like Miss Calendar being the one when he's killed so many people. Oh, yeah. Like, We've seen him kill like five or six he's killed it. just alone. He's killed like students in the school. Yeah. Like, like he's killed so many, but they're like harping on the Miss Calendar. I get it for TV purposes, but you know. Um, he killed that one rando outside of the bronze. He killed the lady uh, in that werewolf episode. Yeah, he was just Teresa. biting the neck of the fish guy last episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. But but they're like Miss Calendar though. Yeah, and but and Willow's like I don't know maybe we should try it. I'm like I figure more people would be like it would be more torn. Even Buffy's a little torn, but you know. Well, they keep looking at Xander like you're a monster. Like <laughs> fuck off, dude! <laughs> like, this guy's been trying to kill me multiple times. You know when you were in a hospital, he came and threatened me, Buffy. Like yeah, yeah. I've been fighting this guy for you. So he doesn't kill you. So we have a chance to survive. Remember when you were afraid he was going to kill your mom? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we were hammering crosses into our rooms and cars? Yeah. But you just want to have your boyfriend back. I was like, ooh, good line. And then Buffy kind of looks all hurt. And then she just leaves the library. And Willow looks at Xander like, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Love this show. Yeah. So then we go back to the nerdy archaeologist uh, plumber guy at the <laughs> museum well. or wherever he was. <laughs> and he's just doing some research. And Drusilla comes up from behind him and just bites his neck so fast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why don't you do this to everybody? You know what I also thought? Well, yeah, vampires always sneak up behind people and then somehow don't bite necks. Like you just go yeah. in teeth first. When, when Angel gets bit earlier in the episode and you see how that bite mark is. Because it's not mm -hmm. like two little pinhole pricks. It's like vicious. Like the way their teeth are. It's like the, the, um, yeah, it's like the, a hickey plus a bite. And it's, it's like gnarly. A, it's like mauled. Like it's like if you got bitten by an animal or something. Yeah. And there's so many people in the Sunnydale morgue that must be coming in with these bite marks on their neck. You would have to think there's a serial killer in town. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to think that. But nobody puts that together. Yeah. We We're going to get to the bottom see, of this when we... We see how dumb the cops are in, at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to the bottom of this when we see what Principal Snyder's up to. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be something more there. Like, we got to know what that guy's He's doing. doing nothing. <laughs> um, so, Drusilla kills the archaeologist guy. Um, she's sucking on his neck. Angel shows up and he's like, oh, look at it. Look at that tomb. I want that tomb. I'm going to have that for takeout or whatever. And then he tells Drusilla, hey, save some for me. So they're going to steal that Egyptian tomb. Uh, then Buffy is on the phone with Willow and she's getting her stuff ready to go on patrol. And they're talking about what an a-hole Xander's being because he wants to kill the guy that's been slaughtering the whole town. The reason she's packing up to go out tonight. Yeah. They're so upset about Xander yeah. being like, I think that we should get rid of this guy. Yeah, Fucking unbelievable, dude. <laughs> hey, Xander's been back and forth on Angel. I remember that time he stood up for him once. But like, yeah, at this point, you're like, come on, guys, what are we doing? Yeah. 
Um, but while Buffy's packing up her weapons to go kill vampires and potentially Angel, she sees the clotter ring that Angel gave her. She reminisces about sweet times. And then she's at the graveyard. And uh, she's walking by a bush. And out of the bush, Kendra, the other vampire slayer, takes Buffy by surprise. Buffy almost punches her in the face. And they're like, oh, nice to see you again. What are you doing here? Oh, you heard the bad things were happening in Sunnydale and your watcher told you to come? Oh, okay, cool. And I forgot about how bad Kendra's accent is. It's uh, it's, it's something. Um, yeah. I got to say, seeing Kendra, like I saw the name Bianca Lawson at the beginning of the credits. So I was like, oh, she's in this. Interesting. Yeah. I'm like, wonder how she's going to tie in. She's just going to pop out of a bush and be happening and be staying at a house <laughs> down the street. I saw you walking down to the graveyard. I, I just don't. Buffy keeps getting snuck up on. Yeah. If you if you spend your time in dark graveyards, you have to have like a second sense of like things coming up behind you. It's too easy. Yeah. I mean, she gets snuck up on all the time. Maybe you could kind of give this one to Kendra because it's like she's a slayer. But like, why would she jump up out of a bush to surprise Buffy? <laughs> Someone that she knows keeps a stake in her purse. Yeah, like a stake to a regular human heart will still hurt. You know, still, still kill still you. Kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Uh, Just texting your reflexes. Yeah. And if she comes back, I want I want Willie the Snitch to be back. You know. Yeah. yeah. But we got a new Willie the Snitch. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. I was about to say. Um, but yeah, they bond about, you know, there's all kinds of terrible crap happening in Sunnydale once again. Yeah. I don't know why she doesn't just stay. It seems like there's probably nothing happening wherever Kendra lives. Yeah. Um, so Drusilla and Angel and Spike are checking out that big tomb and Spike is so sarcastic. He's like, oh, wow. It's a big rock. Oh, I can't wait to show my friends how big this rock is. They've never seen a rock this big. And Angel's like, Spike, my boy, you have never done the history lessons and you've never known the history of things. And Spike's like, well, why don't you tell me about it? And Angel goes on this long history lesson about this is the tomb of the apocalyptic Kathla, the demon, and uh, he can swallow everything and take everything to hell. And they have two goon vampires. Why Why do they keep trying to end the world? Yeah, he was saying like it would take every living creature to hell. It's like that includes you, dude. No, but I mean like if you guys don't have humans to feed on and to torment and to play around with, wouldn't you get I bored? Guess they figured they, I guess they figured they'd go to hell and they'd be like, like hailed as uh, heroes by Satan or something. And then they can just like torture people and how? Like, I guess being a vampire in Sunnydale is pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, like, honestly, you know where the, the Slayer's going to be. You go to the opposite side of town. You kill yeah. some dude. No one in town is reporting anything. No. Like, they got to cover everything up. It's you, a gas leak. You can walk into a school later. We find out like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like, you don't need to end the world. Like, that's overkill. Yeah. So the two vampire goons open the tomb and Angel's like, all we got to do is uh, pull this sword out of him and uh, then I'll start to 
swallow the world whole or whatever. I love this stone giant demon has like a metal sword stuck through his chest yep. that has not uh, rusted or aged, aged at all. It looks pristine. It's a fresh sword. That's one of them holy swords, Vance. They don't rust. Um, and I do love uh, that Spike says, um, oh, yeah, demon wakes up and wackiness ensues. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, even he's like, I'm tired. I'm, yeah. I get this. He's over it. I he's, like, Didn't you, he's like, didn't you say the same shit with the judge? <laughs> they did the judge. Yeah. I mean, there have been so many of these. Yeah. Oh, if this guy opens his eyes, the world is done. Uh, <laughs> and my favorite thing is they're like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing is like the, the cut to the next scene where Jaws is like, well, tomb is stolen. <laughs> tomb stolen. That guy we had a conversation with, he's dead. Yeah, he was killed by vampires. Uh, we, probably likely Angel because they're the only ones that do big heist. Um, Still don't know if we should kill him, though. Yeah, he just killed a guy I had a conversation with who respected my ancient history. Yeah. yeah. So then Kendra, Buffy, and Willow and Giles are all talking about. They're getting like a, a debrief on like who Kathla is, and you know, you know, if he as soon as he awakens, he'll just swallow the world whole and bring everybody to hell. And uh, Kendra's like, uh, "Oh, that doesn't sound good. I think we should kill Angel because." Uh, <laughs> That's the dude that's trying to awaken this guy. Yeah. And Buffy's like, but no, we got the curse floppy disk savior dumb, though. Mm -hmm. And Kendra's like, I'm kind of on Xander's side here. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should kill this fucking guy. Yeah. Like, he's he's trying to end the world now. Like, mm -hmm. it's not even just, like, you know, killing your mom, killing your friends. Like, now it's the world. Yep. I'm all for this killing him. And, uh... Oh, and uh, she, Kendra has the sword. Which is exactly the same sword that's been stabbed into the demon. Which yep. lets us know that that demon is going to come to life and then get yeah. stabbed again. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If the demon will come to life and be like, my powers are not fully charged yet. It takes me uh, cl ticking clock time before I can end the world. <laughs> I need to recharge for three days. Yes. Give me some nerdy vampires to charge off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we get Angel, he's starting to perform the ritual to awaken Kathla. They bring in some faceless, uh, shirtless dude to sacrifice to Angel. And he starts to do this incantation and he bites the guy's neck. No, I think like, we're skipping over some stuff. What are we yeah, skipping over? Yeah, we're skipping. It's, this is, we got flashbacks to Manhattan, Los Angeles. Oh no, that's after, that's after. After this. he does the text? Yeah. No, well, he. he that's before. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my notes, it's... In my I notes, it's different. Wow. They go through flashbacks, and then, uh, yeah, it's, we find out that... Uh, well, he starts the ritual, then they have a flashback, and then they finish the ritual. Yeah, so it's in the order. <laughs> yeah, the flashbacks happen. Yeah, yeah. The flashbacks no, happen but it, before the, the, the sword thing. Yeah, no, but he kills the the faceless dude. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's a different scene. It, those two scenes yeah. are separate. Yeah, I thought we were yeah, already yeah. at the the actual part. No, okay, no, this no. is where he. This scene is so whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I thought we were. Right. I thought we were further along. I was like, yeah. well, yeah. Then then we get the. Yeah, who's the, he killing? He kills like one of the guards. It's just like some random dude. Yeah, I was like, how like did, they don't even show his face. Yeah, like why did they think this was gonna work? 
Well, I thought that because they weren't showing his face, I thought there was going to be a reveal and it was going to be Xander. Because it kind of looked like Xander's haircut no, from the they back. They would definitely show Xander. There's no way you would let Xander get kidnapped and not show his face and have him like, yeah. die off screen like that. Well, I don't know, man. But then we go to the flashback. <laughs> they just come back next episode like, remember when Xander died? <laughs> uh, then we go to the flashback in New York City in 1996. And Angel's a bum. Uh, he's a stinky, stinky bum. And he sees a rat in an alley. And he's trying to chase the rat to eat the rat. And then some guy. I was so happy that he didn't catch the rat. And not yeah. for the sake of like, oh, I didn't want to see him eat the rat. It's just you don't catch a rat with your bare hands. Yeah, they're hard to catch. <laughs> yeah, they're not like you can't be like weak and stumbling around and just be able to catch a street, a New York savvy street rat. New York street rat. Yeah, it's no way you're grabbing that thing with your hands. Um, they couldn't so even catch misses... Buffy when she was a rat. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, so he misses the rat, falls and stumbles into a bunch of trash cans. And some guy in like a bowler hat shows up. And he starts ridiculing him. He's like, "Look at you! You're pathetic, dude. Like you stink. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to eat a rat? You're a pathetic vampire with a soul." And I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" He sounds like Seth Green too. He did exactly sound like Seth Green. It, it was like, did they have Seth Green dub his voiceover? Because it was, it was jarring. Yes, I'm glad that you thought that. I wasn't going to mention it, but now that you mentioned it, it sounded exactly like Seth Green. Oh, 100%. And he talks a lot, so you get to hear it yeah. the whole time. So he uh, picks Angel up and he's like, come on, man, let me help you out. Let's take you to get some blood. Like, what are you doing? You're eating rats? Like, there's a bunch of butchers that have good blood that you could just be eating. Like, you don't know the... Let me show you the ropes about being a vampire. And Angel's like, dude, who the hell are you? He goes, I'm a demon. They call me the Whistler. <laughs> yeah, they call me Whistler. I think Whistler is his name. Whistler, Whistler. yeah. Um, and he and New York fashion, it's like, how can you even tell that you're in New York? It's dark and grimy, and he's eating a hot dog off the street. And there's smoke coming uh, from the ground. Yes. <laughs> New York is always steam coming from the subway. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, as people who've lived there, I don't think I've seen that 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 much i've seen it i've seen it but it's only in the winter yeah it's it's not like 24 7 steam from yeah yeah um but he's like i'm whistler i'm a demon hey man come on not all demons want to end the world i'm just trying to just trying to get by here and which I'm, was a nice little insight i'm like all right yeah like i'm i'm so intrigued by this character yeah i am too yeah uh and he's like, well, let me tell you something, dude. You want to be a bum? You want to keep being a bum or you want to make something of yourself? Come on, kid. I'll take you out to Hollywood. Let me take you. <laughs> <laughs> you should be yeah, in the pictures. Me... I want to show you something, kid. Let me take you out to Los Angeles. <laughs> that hard cut to grimy New York to sunny Sunnydale or sunny Los Angeles, actually. Yeah. And it's got, the, it's got full clueless vibes. Absolutely, yeah. it does. The music changes. Yeah. So Angel pulls up in the rattiest, dingiest, dirtiest, awful-looking car. I mean, he doesn't have credit, you know. <laughs> I, think, I thought that the Whistler would have been driving him. But he's driving it's himself. It's broad daylight too. Exactly, dude. 
Exactly. But <laughs> he's got like he's wearing the exact same thing he had on when he was yes. in New York too. It seems like like he didn't change. I mean, he's got, he did not change clothes throughout that trip. I will say he did have tinted windows, but then he rolled the window down. <laughs> They're creeping. Broad daylight. They're creeping on high school girls. Creeping and like legitimately creeping. Like he's looking over his shoulder like a creep, dude. Um, and then we see a little bit of L.A. Buffy. Yeah. And L.A. Buffy is the Cordelia of that high school. Yeah, sucking on a lollipop too. Just yeah. She, sucking on a lollipop. She is. Jacket. Pink. She's got a, a crew of underlings around her, yeah. just kind of like listening, hanging on every word. She's like, I'm so popular. Uh, I got all these guys asking me to go to the dances. I'm stealing uh, lipstick. Yeah. She is the belle of the fucking ball, and Angel's just looking at her from this car, like squinting because it's so bright <laughs> out. So- and he's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then all of Buffy's. LA cronies like they they walk off and Buffy's like all right I'll see you guys later and Buffy's well, well I'll say I gotta say this this happens a lot in the first season where it'll be like Cordelia with all of her friends and then they just mm-hmm. magically walk away and yeah. for no reason Buffy's friends walk away she sits down on the stairs and I guess assume she's waiting for her mom to pick her up I guess she sits there and just like puts her jacket over her like legs and she's just sitting, sucking on that lolly. She's just sitting there, awkward. Like, she's not, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just interesting staging for that. So then, who is this actor? I've seen him in stuff. He's in so many things. He's character actor uh, extraordinaire. Like, I've seen him in so many things. He also looks a little bit like a different character actor, too. He looked to, like... For some reason, I thought it was John Ratzenberger, but it's not. Yeah, he has that. And he has like this other guy. It's like Martin Mole kind of thing, too. This other guy that used to just be on like all the 90s sitcoms. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll look I, up if, while you describe. Yeah. So he shows up and he looks at Buff and he's like, there you are. I found you. I finally found you. He's like, what? Who the hell are you? And he's like, you have a destiny. You need to come with me. Your destiny awaits. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about, guy? And he's like, you're the chosen one. Only you can defeat the evils. And she's like, what? This guy should not be allowed to be around a school talking Absolutely. to. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I was waiting for Buffy to be like, dude, you're a pedophile or something. Like, I was, yeah. um, But he's like, come with me. I got to show you. And then we have a smash cut to a vampire leaping and lunging onto L.A. Buffy, who is very ill-equipped to handle this. And at a point where it looks like she might just die. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she is the Slayer, yeah. but she has no training or doesn't know how to fight or anything. Yeah. Um. So this vampire is on top of her. She's got, like, this bright pink, like, floral puffy coat on, too. Yeah. It looks so goofy. Uh, they're fighting in the graveyard. And Buffy has a stake and she's like, I guess I got to use this. And she goes to stab him and, she, and he doesn't die. And she's like, oops, guess that wasn't the heart. And she stabs him again. I'm so happy they did the readjustment because I've seen them stab people in the stomach and just say, eh, that's close enough. Yeah. In this show. Um, yeah. So this guy is Tom from uh, Office Space. Okay. He's in Office What's Space. What's his name? Uh, his name is Richard Ryle. 
Okay. Uh, he was in Casino, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. <laughs> I mean, he's been in everything. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think him, I think he's one of the people that's doing the interviewing in Office Space, like with uh, the dude with from the, Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Buffy, that's the first vampire that Buffy kills. And Angel's watching her from the shadows. Mm-hmm. She sees it all happening. This like, actor oh, has 415 IMDb credits. Yeah, dude, he's incredible. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was her, her original watcher. Yep. Not looking forward to seeing what happens to him next, because <laughs> from what we know, so, it was not good. So Angel sees it all happen, and then Buffy goes home, and her mom is yelling at her like, "Where were you? We were worried about you." And she's like, sorry, I was out with Tyler. And Tyler's her boyfriend at that point. Um, and then the mom's like, well, next time, don't be out so late. And then we overhear an argument between her mom and her dad. Mm-hmm. And this is also like leading to the divorce kind of stuff. Um, and the dad's like, you can't not let me discipline her. That's why she's running amok. I have to discipline her. And when you undercut me, it makes me look soft. And you're too soft on her or something like that. Yeah, this is the most generic nonsense argument stuff. One, we, there's an episode where we meet her dad during the Nightmares episode, Buffy's father. And uh-huh. her biggest fear is like wondering if she's the reason her parents split up. This scene clarifies that, yes, you are the reason your parents split up. <laughs> and two, the mom was just in there being like, hey, I don't want you to see that guy, Tommy. And then she yeah. goes to talk to the dad. And she's like, he's seeing Tommy. And he's like, I don't want her to see that guy. And she's like, you're overreacting. I'm like, yeah. you just told Buffy the same thing. <laughs> it, it's like just nonsense. To ha- it, it feels like an after school special of a parents fighting. And then we get Buffy crying while Angel watches. Yeah. Lurks in yeah. the shadows. Normally, he, the last time we saw him watch her cry, he was like gleeful. You know, yeah. Angelus loves watching Buffy cry. So after he sees her cry, he's in the sewers with Whistler. And he's like, Whistler, you know what? I want to help that lady. I don't want to be a bum. I want to be some. I want to be somebody. Uh, and Whistler's like, what do you mean you want to be somebody? So you think you can actually help her? Yeah, I love he goes, ah, she must be prettier than the other Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And you traveled all the way across the country. It wasn't that the wanna, reason. I want to have a special note here because mm-hmm. there's a lingering shot on Whistler. And I paused it. Because I was like, Joe's Fashion Corner, hardcore. <laughs> this dude is wearing a like silky lime green button down. Mm-hmm. And the collar is fuzzy leopard print. <laughs> and he's got a leather awful jacket on top of it. And he's got his bowler cap. And I legitimately wrote down. And I was like, this is going to be something for it. Because that is a hideous, atrocious, awful, awful sinful i can tell he's a demon because that faux pas vance first season buffy would just stab him in the heart right away for that outfit on yeah exactly dude and i hit unpause and angel goes i want to help people i want to be like you but i don't want to dress like you and i i was like You're just doing a standing ovation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This, and the, the, the show and Whistler's like, wait, what do you fucking mean? I look really cool. 
<laughs> you haven't been to the bronze yet, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. It was like such perfect. I was like, hold up, pause. That's an awful outfit. Unpause, Angel. Wow, that's an awful outfit. I was like, yeah, oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm not the only one. So then we go back to Angel presently. And now he's doing the Kathla ritual and he's he has just killed the guy and he's doing the incantation. He's like, I'm going to become all that I can become. And he goes to pull the sword out of Kothla's uh, stony uh, body or whatever. And he's uh, he's struggling. Uh, uh, and he gets rejected and Spike starts cackling at him goes oh guess someone's not worthy <laughs> i mean and he's laughing and um earlier in the earlier scene when drusilla comes to get spike like oh we're starting the ritual he's like standing up for some reason just to remind the audience that he could stand up because yeah. he's not going anywhere he's like in a in some side room yeah, and then he like leaps into his chair. Yeah, makes a ton of noise. Yeah, and Drusilla comes in. She's like, hey, Spike, my love, or whatever. You definitely would have heard that. It's like, why, why are you there? Why are you even in this little room, this side room? But yeah. Because <laughs> he got to stretch his legs. <laughs> He's like, this is, getting, this is getting to be a bit much. Yeah, you ever be on like an airplane yeah. for a couple hours and you just stand by the bathroom just because you got to? <laughs> <laughs> just walk in the aisles, yeah. So Angel starts freaking out. He's like, oh, this is bullshit. I did everything right. Did I miss something? Did I miss something in the incantation? Did I, what did I miss? And then Spike's, you know, he's, he's laughing at him. And Drusilla's like, oh, you know, what are we going to do now? And, and Angel's like, the same thing we do every night, Drusilla. We're going to go to our old, for, pay a visit to our old friend. Yeah. And then we get a shot of Buffy in, in class. In the middle of the day. And then we also get this hooded figure walking through the halls. Yes. You're like, who is this person? What's this? Yeah, Buffy's taking her test. The test that she's been talking about this whole episode. So then this hooded figure walks into Buffy's classroom, which has about 20 students in it, as well as a teacher. Mm -hmm. Takes off its hood and says... Basically, meet me at the graveyard tonight for a fight. This is a message for you. And she's pointing at Buffy. Takes off the hood. Starts bursting into flames. Mm -hmm. Everyone in the class is leaping. See seeing this happen. Mm -hmm. Leaping, running to the back of the classroom. The teacher is like directly behind this bursting into flames vampire. Mm -hmm. And she's backing away. Buffy's just sitting chill at her desk mm -hmm. like, what the hell is this? Mm -hmm completely bursts in the flames to the point where this disappears and this is not a slow uh, fast process no. this is a slow burn yeah because this vampire is walking into direct sunlight mm -hmm. and that's why it's burning and then it bursts in the flames everyone in class kind of goes back to their seat do they i don't know it kind of cuts away it cuts away because it's at Buffy, but everyone's still in the classroom. Yeah, everyone is backed up against the wall a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, I feel like they, I saw one student kind of like walking back to their seat. It's like, <laughs> what? Just another day at Sunnydale High. <laughs> so there's no... We have to talk about ...possible this. explanation for this at all. 
I have so many things to talk about when this scene. I, one, I think this scene is actually kind of cool. I think it's cool. It is premise. very cool. I, I, love I also it. thought for a second that it was Jenny Callender's corpse. For a second, I thought it was uh, his buddy Whistler doing him a favor or something because of the body shape. I didn't make sense okay. to me, but I was like, whatever. And then, then it's just some random vampire. And, uh, and let's start with this. Who was Angel in the hierarchy of vampires that he could tell a vampire to sacrifice your life for me just to send yeah. a message? Dude, all of his plans have failed. I mean, not like not. I mean, a little bit, not really. Like his plan for Jenny Callender was pretty awesome. I mean, that whole okay, thing yeah, was I mean, pretty great. And this plan, aside is, from and this plan being is pretty, physically impossible, and this plan is a uh, fine too. Um, but who, like, how do you convince all these lackeys to be like, hey, I want you to go in there and send a message to Buffy. If I'm that vampire, I'm going in. I'm not taking off the hood. I'm like, hey, Buffy, meet us at the graveyard. <laughs> And I'm booking it. <laughs> like, if that's all I got to do, I'm hiding in a bush. <sighs> Buffy, I'm a vampire, you know? Ah, it burns a little bit. Uh, Angel wants to meet in the graveyard. Like, I'm not I'm not just sacrificing my life to send a message to Buffy. Dude, not even. Just write it on a note. <laughs> like anything. Slip her a note. I mean, it's a much more dramatic way to set yourself on fire like this. I just wonder who's the vampire that's like, I'm out. Give me the suicide mission. Um... Also, this happens in the classroom. Walk straight through school. Like, yeah. long hallway walk. Yeah. Like, all the way down through the hallway. No one's like, that's a weird-looking non-student. Because it's kind of like a weird vampire in-between face they have. Yeah, and it's also, like, they look like a homeless person. Yes, if, it's like if you saw this person walking down the hallway, and you know the school you're at. You're like, school shooter, uh, anything. Yep. <laughs> like... I don't know, um, but they manage to walk right into the classroom, does burst in the flame, sends a message directly to Buffy. Yeah. Like the teacher has to be like, what happened? Oh, some go to the principal. Some person walked in, set themselves on fire somehow and completely vanished and called out Buffy Summers. And the principal's like, mm, is that enough to kick her out? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, what I was going to say, need? what more do you how- need? How is the principal going to blame this on Buffy? Yeah. But this like, I was this doesn't, this doesn't even come up anymore. It does. Dude. The school just uh, continues going on as if a human burst into flames in front of at least, I'll, I'll say at least 15 people. Yeah. Look like 20, 15 to 20 people. Yeah. After delivering a demonic, insane message. To one student in particular, well, I just burped a little. To one student in particular. Yes, who obviously knows that message for them because they did not recoil when no. the person was on flames talking to them. Barely looked up from their paper that they were and, writing on. And another point is, can we, why do we give a fuck about this test? <laughs> like, Buffy, you found out that the world is going to end if they open something and they're like still yep. taking tests. I'm like, you know what? Skip the test. I'm the librarian. I'm the ancient history buff. Let me talk to your teacher and tell them like why you can't take the test. Like, yeah, anything like it's insane. Did they heard of a did, sick day? Yeah. Did they finish the test? Did they reschedule it for tomorrow? Why would anybody in that classroom ever come back to that classroom? Why would anyone in this school go to this school? <laughs> Yeah, like, like I get it. Public school. I mean, private school is expensive, but I mean, I mean, 
if you graduate from this school, it's like if you survive this school, like, I don't know. It's the craziest. It's the craziest thing that it happened. If it happened in a library, it'd be one thing because all of them know it. But for it to yeah. happen in the classroom with random students. Witnesses. Yeah. Unreal, dude. Never going to get brought up again. No, absolutely not. Um, so at this point, Buffy's like, you know what? I'll do it. I'll fight him. I'm going to go to the graveyard. They sent a message to me. I'm going to go do it. Flagpole three o'clock. Let's go. <laughs> it could be a trap, Buffy. I, I got to go. I just got to go. Nope. I got to go. I'll go fight him. And uh, while I'm fighting him, Willow, you do the curse reverse soul implant installation curse thing. Spell. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're the last resort or something. Tell her. She's like, oh, I don't like having all this pressure on me. And I'm like, call it off. <laughs> Yeah, like if you don't like having this pressure on you, and your whole task is to reverse the curse of an evil vampire that's attacking all of us, yeah. So the plan is that Buffy needs to hold off Angel for about a half hour because that's how much time Willow needs in order to, I guess, research and do the ritual. Yeah, she's just throwing out facts. She's like, oh, "I need a day to research." And now she's like, I need a half an hour to once we're all set up. And I'm like, you're just yeah, throwing they're, they're num- like, you're just throwing numbers shoot, out there. You haven't shoot. done any black arts. Like, <laughs> I love that she's like, I need a day. They're like, we got a half hour. She's like, that'll do. Well, it was a day before. <laughs> she was like, I need a day to research. It was, oh, and then it was okay, like, okay. now it's like, oh, now I just need half an hour once we're set up. And I'm like, you don't know that. It, yeah. Also, Buffy, why don't you just wait a half hour at the library? Oh, I can't let. She says I can't let him kill anyone else. And I'm like, how? How many people can he kill in a half hour? That he hasn't killed already. Yeah. And I also have a question because Bianca, no, uh, Kendra is there. Yeah. And this is where Kendra gives her her lucky steak. Gives yeah. Buffy her lucky steak that she named Mr. Pointy. Yep. And uh, I should have known what was going to happen after this moment, but I wasn't even thinking of it. Because I was too busy thinking, why is Kendra, another slayer, not going with her? Yeah. It I was like, wait, so you guys are sending Buffy alone to fight Angel, and all of you are just gonna stand around while Willow does a spell? Yeah. Like that that you need how many people you need to do the spell? Because I think uh Miss Cowler was gonna try and do it herself. Yeah. So I don't think you need the whole crew there. Yeah. And they got the whole crew there. And Kendra just came from like an island for this yeah, whole we purpose. Don't... Some kind of weird Irish Jamaican, <laughs> yeah, like Caribbean island. So why is she not going to go to where Angel is? I know why because she, she not. also I know she why. knows about Kafla too. Yeah, that's why she was sent there. She's got she's got a special sword and she's giving away her her lucky steak. I'm like, just go. Yeah, but she can't go because plot. Yep. Yeah. So Buffy goes alone to meet Angel in the graveyard, and he's there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey." What's up, dude? Let's let's fight. Or, or no, Buffy's like, all right, like, are we going to do this? Let's fight. And Angel's like, no, I thought that we could actually get back together maybe. And then Buffy kind of looks like, what? <laughs> and he's like, nah, I'm just kidding with you. I'm going to fucking fight you. <laughs> Fighting for half an hour is long. That's a very long time. No breaks. No breaks. Just a half an hour fight. Yeah. No. No. So they're fighting. Willow's doing the ritual. Uh, and then vampires infiltrate the library break it up uh now 
you know how I talked about Drusilla came right from behind that archaeologist and bit him on the neck? Mm-hmm. A vampire comes right from behind Xander mm-hmm. and just clubs him in the back with his with a forearm. Yeah. It's like, what? Bite him. And my only thing was like, like oh, maybe they want Xander alive. I but don't it, I don't think they do. No, it doesn't seem like it no. because they start fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giles is fighting a vampire. Xander's fighting a vampire. Kendra's fighting a vampire. Uh, and Willow, they, they're like, call it off. Call off the ritual. Why? Like, I, I get that there's chaos going on, but like, try to complete it. I don't think they would have been able to. I think she was trying to run away. I, I don't think they would have had time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. At first, I was like, "Oh, did he send them there because he knew they were going to do the ritual, and he had no clue about that? Yeah. He was just doing it so they can get someone of pure heart to pull the sword out of the thing's stomach." Which mm-hmm. I don't know why he thought he would be of pure heart, knowing yeah. he's Angelus, and the whole point of him is that he's evil. <laughs> so I have no idea why he thought that was going to work. Um, so they're they're yeah. fighting all these vampires. Uh, one of the vampires pushes one of the stacks onto Willow mm-hmm. and just incapacitates her. Uh, Angel and Buffy are fighting, and then Angel kind of reveals to her. He's like, "Guess what, dude? This was a trap. You fall for my traps constantly, dude. <laughs> like, of course this was a trap. I love the glee that he says that with. Like, he yeah. looks so proud of himself when he's like." You big dummy. Yeah. It's like, God, this is too easy. You fall for every trap that I do. And then she starts running away. I'm like, you know what? Just throw the stake in his chest right now. Right? Uh, so she starts running yeah. to the library, and now Drusilla shows up to the library. Well, Xander gets his arm broken. In the oh, fight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at that point, I was like, he better not continue beating up vampires at this point. Because no. I'm like, if these vampires can't take down a high schooler, with a broken arm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, no, Cordelia, kinda... Cordelia runs out. Um, yeah. I guess Giles gets, gets Xander knocked... gets knocked out. Giles gets Giles. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. It's If it's a big <laughs> fight scene, he's going to get knocked out. Um, and then Drusilla shows up. And she starts fighting with Kendra. And they're fighting. And they're going at it. And, you know, I love Wait, it's Drusilla. a one-on-one fight, right? It is a one-on-one fight. Okay. I love Drusilla. The character's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. This fight choreo is god awful. <laughs> it's it's and it's weird because we've seen slightly better fight choreography when they were at the church that time. Yeah. Um but that was more Angel and Spike stunt people versus yeah. and Buffy and they had other like vampire bounty hunter people there. Uh I don't Hey, uh, Juliet Landau, probably not a great fighter. <laughs> She's very yeah. thin. Um, uh, but, you know, they could have done something. It, because we know how good Kendra is at being a vampire slayer, it seems really weird for what happens to happen. Yes. Um, because she's fought, like, Spike one-on-one before. She's fought uh, other, like, the bounty hunter people that were, like, trained killers. Yeah, when we saw her last, she was whooping ass, yeah. dude. And she was awesome. And this one, she's struggling with like one random vampire, while meanwhile, Xander's beating up one. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? And at one point, she uh, reaches for her like stake and doesn't have it. 
Yeah. Why do you not have a backup steak? Why would you just give it to Puffy? Hey, a slayer is only as good as their steak. You know what I mean? And she didn't have any steaks. <laughs> in, a, in a library full of weapons. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. This whole library I've is always, made of wood. I've always said, I don't know why this library isn't like one reversing of the curse of so like no one can get inside. Uh, I don't know if you can do this with a public place because it says come in, but maybe you can lock down a room or just have like garlic drop, uh, holy water sprays, like just some type yeah. of security. They have come into the library way too many times for you not have any defense. Well, I remember when they couldn't dig up the master because it was on consecrated ground. Get a priest to bless the library. <laughs> they couldn't for like two seconds and then they found him. He was like, it was a very shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, who's doing construction on this library? Because it keeps getting destroyed. The Hellmouth, <laughs> the Hellmouth opened up at the bottom of it at the end of last yeah. season, and a car drove through the school. <laughs> and the mayor's like, "Hey, we got to keep the Hellmouth under wraps." <laughs> wow, the whole yeah, budget of the true. town is like fixing the library every at the end of every season. <laughs> um, but yeah. so. Drusilla and Kendra are fighting, and somehow Drusilla incapacitates Kendra, and then she does this spell where she's like, look at me, look into my eyes, look into my eyes, you're me now. And then they start like doing this like weird dancing back and forth. She's like, you move how I move. <laughs> you move, I move. I move, you move. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, what is this? How come she didn't do this before? Yeah, when did she get this power? Yeah, it's just Jedi mind tricked her. Yeah, and I'm like, cool, this will be fun. We'll have an evil Slayer versus a strong Slayer, even, but even though we don't need it, like we'll have a robot Slayer versus yeah. like Manchurian Buffy. candidate type thing. Yeah, which I mean, uh, we don't really need because Buffy has enough vampires to fight, you know, between Spike, mm-hmm. Drusilla, and Angel. Uh, but I was like, hey, fine, and- yeah. And uh, so as Drusilla is completing this Jedi mind trick on Kendra, she's like, all right, you're me now. You ready? Look at me. Look into my eyes. And Kendra's looking into her eyes. She just takes her fingernails and slits her throat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess she's dead. We'll see. Yeah. It's made to seem that way. Yeah. I mean... Throat slits in TV shows and stuff are always like that. Really, like if that shallow of a cut on your neck would kill you, uh, yeah. a lot of people would be dead now. So, uh, but you know, I don't know. It might be a. I think she. I don't know what the. Uh, I think this is my biggest issue. They talk about how hard it is to kill a Slayer. Mm-hmm. Like Spike's, like I've killed two. You know. Yeah. And Drusilla has never killed one. Um, Angel Until has never today. killed one. And then Drusilla just walks into the library and says, one-on-one fight with a Slayer. And just wins? Yeah. All she had to do was, hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. Because she's like surrounded by three other vampires and she calls them off so she can have a one-on-one fight with Kendra and wins Mm -hmm. the fight. Yeah. Easily. In in that bad choreography like you were talking about. Um, Which kind of just seems like, eh. If this is Kendra's last uh, episode... Which it might be because she gave away Mr. Pointy. And yeah. there's going to be a great line where she would like, meet Mr. Pointy when she stabs something next episode. Yeah. That's, that's my prediction already for next episode if she's dead. Um, 
Next episode titled Mr. Pointy. <laughs> it's not titled Mr. Pointy, but at some point there will be a one-liner where Buffy says that when she stabs him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, like that's uh, really... I don't even know if you needed to bring her back for this. That is what I'll say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if, if if she's dead right now, I don't understand why we even bring her back. Because it stops the questions of why don't they call the other Slayer to come and help? I mean, I haven't had that question. I mean, I would, I no. I mean, that's yeah. like like Marvel doesn't do that with characters. They don't like just kill off like a character yeah. on the side and be like, "All right, fine, Spider Man can't help now." Like, oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like if she came back, she came back to give Giles a sword and to give her a stake and then to die. I'm like, let's yeah. just have Kendra out there. You could just be like, uh, I don't know. It just seems. I don't know. It's not a, not my so, favorite. If it if that's her end, yeah, same. It was very anticlimactic. So after she is quote unquote killed, uh, Drusilla claps her hand. She's like, "All right, we get what we came for. Let's go." And then they drag an unconscious Giles out with them because they need Giles in order to open the tomb or whatever. Why Giles? I guess because he's translated. Maybe they, they already read the translation it. wrong? I, I think they just need someone of pure of heart, and I don't know why. I mean, would Willow yeah. be a better option? Yeah, I, w- I was thinking they could be like, we need a virgin or whatever. I mean, just that's... take more than one person. Yeah. Yeah, just to be sure. Yeah. Take them all <laughs> take... and then kill them all. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Um, But no, they just drag Giles mm-hmm. across the thing. And meanwhile, Buffy has been running to get back to the school and... Uh, we get, she finally gets to the school, but she's too late. Everyone's gone or knocked out. Kendra, she sees Kendra on the ground. She's checking Kendra's pulse and, and it's dramatic music playing and it's in slow-mo and there's all this soft focus going on around her. And then we end the episode on this line. Freeze! (laughs) Freeze! And then a gun pointing at Buffy. (laughs) That is the episode. (laughs) Dude, the fact that the cops have shown up, have missed everything. (laughs) They walk into a room that has been destroyed. Who called the cops? Yeah, because the cops never show up normally. Mm Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have been enough noise to call the cops on. The cops yeah. should still be there investigating the person that was on fire earlier today. <laughs> I mean, really, they really should be investigating what the hell happened there. Um, but what is this cop thinking happened where he's pointing a gun at Buffy? Is, is no he thinking idea. that she just murked this girl and knocked out all these people in the room? Because I can't see this going anywhere because... Xander's still there with a broken arm. Cordelia was a witness. Willow's knocked out underneath the bookcase. You know, it's not like it's not like Buffy's really gonna be facing like legal action. Yeah. If the next episode starts with Buffy like being interrogated, interrogated. I'm gonna be so pissed. Oh, same. Just we don't need it. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. I know. Though. It has to. You can't you can't not have it after this freeze but it, it's a very not cop gun though it to me 
Maybe it's Principal Snyder. That was the strangest. That was the part of the ending that I did not think I was happening. Yeah. Like one police officer slash security guard is. Yeah, it was it was odd. But that's that. <laughs> yeah. That's the episode. That is becoming part one. Uh, you got any got any last thoughts on becoming part one here, Vance? Man, if those cops investigate that library, they're gonna find a lot of stuff. <laughs> I would love I would love if it's all interrogations and not just like her being interrogated, kind of like uh big little lies where they're interrogating the old swim team and they're like Giles locked us all in in, in the locker, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they in, interview like uh, Jonathan, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Willow was asking me about dark arts and and if I was uh, into witchcraft, and like if yeah. they just interview all the students and they yeah. keep saying weird stuff about Buffy and the library crew, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be absolutely crazy, but." That is the episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and all that good stuff. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. You can email in at Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com. We have a Discord. Uh, Vance, you're in charge of that. Uh, will you just look up Boys Watching Buffy? I don't know anything about Discord. <laughs> click the link in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh shout out to our moderator on there elias he's been doing a great job yes. and uh, the conversations there have been great glad to have a bunch of new people jumping in and uh very informative very helpful yeah, for us yeah we, we're getting resident we're just, experts I, yeah i know we're getting like nurses talking to us about like actual medical we're stuff gonna, and we're I'm actually like, gonna learn man, something from this show i'm feeling like a real dumbass on this discord i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have a class clown yeah um but yeah that is that thank you for listening and obviously next episode is titled becoming part two i think we've already got a couple of predictions we're gonna be in an interrogation thing do you have a prediction of what's gonna happen how it's gonna end up uh i think that somehow willow is going to be able to do the reverse the curse Mm mm-hmm or put the curse back on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Angel having a spinoff show that went pretty long. He probably not an evil vampire the whole time. So yeah. I think the curse will get reversed. I don't think Angel will die. Um, I think that Spike will reveal himself to be standing up. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, I got it. So Spike will beat down uh, Angel at the end, mm-hmm. preventing him from doing something just and and giving them just enough time to reverse the curse oh yeah spike is not going to do it on purpose to reverse the curse but he's going to do it to stop him from angel from like killing one of them or getting away with something and by doing that has enough time that buffy and willow can reverse the curse and xander's gonna be still pissed off because his arm was broken yeah (laughs) It's going to be in a cast in season three. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all signed. It's going to have a bunch of signatures from, uh, from yeah. Cordelia. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our predictions for Becoming Part 2. Stick around for next week's episode where we discuss Becoming Part 2.
Someone wasn't worthy.